On today's episode of Scientific Healing, you're going to hear... So talking to somebody who's highly sensitive, who's starting out their business, use your gift because it's never wrong. Your intuition is never wrong and your soul is never wrong. And if your soul takes you on a pretty expansive journey, it might allow it to override what your left brain is trying to tell you or what other people in the marketplace are trying to tell you because they're not following, they're following a set plan. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. I know the power of vibrational healing by combining physics with ancient healing arts to develop my own system that has amplified results with hundreds of my clients and healing students. When you are ready to feel energized at the end of the day after working all day long while expanding and growing your practice, go to scientifichealer.com forward slash energize me or connect with me at scientifichealer.com forward slash appointment. Today, I am very pleased to introduce you to Debbie Lynn Grace. Like many of us highly intuitive, empathic people, also known as highly sensitive people, the path that Debbie took to finding her calling and purpose was circuitous and took her through unexpected places. Oh, man. (laughs) I think we both can tell stories. (laughs) She started out in marketing and worked her way up to vice president of marketing for a $4.5 billion, that's a B, dollar financial institution in Chicago. Now she is an intuitive energy worker helping business owners clear their obstacles to success. She understands the highly sensitive person very well and shows that that shows them that doing the normal coping activities is a really counterproductive and makes everything so much harder. In retrospect, it seems natural for learning her marketing skills and then having to shift that into marrying her intuition, empathy, and energy working skills with those well-honed marketing skills. It's a lot like me marrying physics and healing abilities to emerge into something new. I love that she's helping the highly sensitive person to navigate the pitfalls of being this way in a world that's dominated by people that aren't so sensitive. I can't wait to hear Debbie's story. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Debbie. I'm so delighted to have you here. I'm excited. I really enjoy it. This is going to be fun. Thank you so much for having me here. Oh, I'm I'm really I can't wait to hear. You know, we've already talked pre-show show and had a few really juicy tidbits, so I'm sure more will come. <laughs> so I read a little bit about your story on your website, how you moved into this work. Could you share this with your own words? I'm sure there are a lot of people in the same situation. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I I think my my you know, the, my bio on my website really starts more like with my career. But I, I feel like the journey that I'm on now started when I was born. Um, I feel that as a kid, I, um, I knew I was different. And like you and I were talking about before the show, if I had a, if I had a dollar for every time somebody called me too sensitive growing up, uh, I'd be I'd be independently wealthy, and <laughs> so I knew that I could sense energy around me, and it would kind of overwhelm me, and it would sometimes scare me, and then I'd get emotional and I'd cry, but I couldn't articulate what was bothering me. I couldn't. I didn't. We didn't have the language that we have today or the understanding of it. So you know, I I grew up always already feeling a little different. And then I went into uh, kind of the mainstream world and I went into the marketing as you, as you just uh, shared with the audience, I became, um, I worked for a marketing agency for several years and I became vice president of marketing for a bank. 
And it wasn't until I started my own marketing consulting company about 24 years ago that things took a little bit of a different turn. So I was um, just starting out in my business and this was 1994. If you can imagine before we were using the internet, <laughs> remember those days? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> when, you know, it's just basically, we had to do a lot of, um, it was all offline marketing. And I wasn't long into building my business um, in, a, in St. Louis and I didn't know anybody and husband walked in one day and asked for a divorce. And I have to be honest, I didn't see it coming. And I think that for anybody going through any kind of major obstacle in their life, you get to a moment where you're very vulnerable. And in that moment, what I remember most is having a feeling that I, I might never wake up happy again. And so I turned to my support system and I had an older sister, Lisa, and let me just tell you a little bit about Lisa. Now, if we were having this conversation 24 years ago, you'd understand my, my sister was a very gifted healer, an energy worker. But if you can imagine 24 years ago, that was still in the woo-woo category, and that was still in the way out there and wacky category. And I'm a left brain, analytical, strategic thinker, so far apart um, from where I am today. And, but I turned to her in my moment of despair and said, I don't know how I'll ever wake up happy again. What should I do? And she said some words that literally changed the course of my life. And she said to me, it's time for you to learn what I do. Now I'm a left brain analytical strategic marketer. I just started a marketing consulting business and I'm like, why would I want to do that? <laughs> she said the magic words. She said, because it will help you heal. And that's all I needed. I just needed a lifeline in that moment. And that to me was the lifeline. And I just wanted to put my faith and trust in her. If she said, this is what I need to do to heal, then this is what I'll do. So by day, I started to build my marketing consulting business. And by night, I was learning this form of energy work called flow, alignment, and connection. And for those of you that, that you, I know you work with a lot of healers, um, it's based on the light body system. And in just really practical terms, it's the ability to track energy flow in a person or in a situation and, ideal, and identify where there's an energy block and then you know, facilitate the flow so the energy block is released. Well, I did this hush-hush underground. <laughs> like, I didn't tell anybody I was doing this. I'm a marketer. I'm, you know, that's my marketing hat. I'm an entrepreneur. And so I'm doing this just because she promised me it would make me happy and help me heal. What I didn't know is the two worlds would collide relatively quickly. And what happened is not long after I started to learn this energy work, one day I'm getting, I have new clients and I have a client sitting across from me on the at the table. We're sitting across from me and I'm asking them questions about their business saying, you know, what are your challenges? And one day this client is telling me about their challenges and what's going wrong. And I hear a voice in my head. And it's very clear. And I've never had this happen previous to this. And this voice starts giving me very specific information about the person that's talking to me. But it had nothing to do with business. It's telling me what happened when this, this person was five and why they have these fears and what's stopping them from building their business. And I thought that I was starting to have hallucinations. Honestly, I thought something was going terribly wrong and I'm hearing voices in my head. And it 
kind of scared me, but it was so clear and so loud. And it started to happen over and over and over again until finally I couldn't take it anymore. And one day I, I tried to ignore this voice because I thought, this is crazy. Why am I being told about their childhood? And that must makes, makes no sense. I know nothing about them. But one day I just took a chance. It, it, it wouldn't go away. And I took a chance and a client's talking to me about their challenges. I hear the voice again, giving me specific information. And one day I just blurted it out and said, you know, I'm just wondering, because I'm getting sort of this intuition about, and then I blurted out very specifically what was being told in my head. And all of a sudden the room got quiet and the person's jaw dropped <laughs> and the tears started and they're like, how could you know that? And they validated every single thing I said. And then they, they kind of fell apart and lost it. And ironically, they had such a massive release that their business would start to grow. Now I gave them business advice too, but all of a sudden the floodgates started to open up. Well, now mind you, this is 1995. This is, there was no such thing as a life coach and energy workers didn't help people in business or none of that. So under the guise of being a marketing consultant, I started to help people and have these sessions with them. I gave them definite marketing advice, but I started to tap into this very profound intuitive gift that all of a sudden I had. And I started to start to be able to feel the energy of their business when they talked and all these new awarenesses started to happen. Well, I, I, I can't say about you because I don't know as much about your path, but I can tell you that from the many, many healers and intuitives, energy workers that have come to me um, to help them, there's one thing that I know, and that's that being born as a highly sensitive person, being born gifted in, in any kind of way makes you feel different. And it doesn't help to be told how different you are growing up. Yeah, over and over and over and, and over. over. Again, so what you want to do is you want to stay quiet about it. You don't want to stop helping people, but you want to stay quiet about this gift because nobody else thinks it's a gift. They think you're different. And so then I got a chance to find out how different I really am. <laughs> so that voice kept getting louder and louder and kept talking to me, but I kept wanting to not tell anybody what I was doing because my clients were getting results. I didn't have to say out loud that I have this gift and I know how to track energy and all the other things I was doing until one day I woke up and this was 12 years. I had already published a book. I had already built a business online. I had become quite well known and built a worldwide following that. And one morning I woke up and that voice came back loud and clear. And it said, go to your computer and turn it on. And without any thought, I, I jumped out of bed, went to my computer, turned it on, and my finger started to fly across the keyboard. And I typed this very specific email to my subscriber list, unbeknownst to me, my fingers were moving on their own accord. And it said, I'm about to reveal my personal story. And I'm gonna share the truth of who I am a story I've never told in public before, and I'm gonna share how it's gonna help you with your success in life and in your business. And I had a moment where my finger hovered over that send button, because there was every part of me knew that I was about to out myself. 
mm-hmm. and that I was being guided to reveal the truth and to finally reveal the authentic me. And I hit send, and I'd love to tell you that I was like, oh, thank God, it was a relief. No, I was terrified. <laughs> yep, yep. And I know I even had a pseudonym. I had a different name. And that's why some of my emails have different names on it. I had a different name because I didn't want, when people look up Anastasia Chopolis, you'll see, you know, a few hundred, uh, I don't know, it's like a hundred pages of me with all my science. And I didn't want to get like woo-woo healer mixed in with all that. Yeah. And I didn't want them to be the same person. And somebody told me, no, you can't, you have to use your name because it gives you credibility. And I'm going, yeah, but it's like embarrassing. Like this shame came over me. Like I had to hide this, this weirdness that I had. And the, the, the cool thing is that now there's so many more people that are being awakened. Children are born awakened in these days. And a lot of parents don't even know how to deal with them. There's even coaches that help parents of awakened children because the children are seeing the energy around them and they can see their parents are lying to them. They can see the energy of the lie around them, and then they have to pretend like it, it, they told got told the truth when they know it's a lie. Yeah. And so now they think their parents are like out out to lunch because they've been told this lie, and they can see it, and the parent is acting like it's the truth. And so now they have to like blend this this you know blend the old with the new and try and come to some common ground. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it, it was, it was scary. And honestly, it felt like this, it felt like that voice took over my body and I hit send. And the thing is, is I, I, um, I gave a free webinar. That's what I was, I hit send and said, I'm about to share this in a free webinar. And what's crazy about that, that was in 2007 that I revealed myself. And I thought I hung up from the phone telling my story and I gave more, more detail to the story. And I thought, this is it. My life is over. I'm going to get unsubscribed. Everybody's going to blast me and tell me, you know, that I'm crazy because I use the word soul and spirituality in that call, which I had never done before. And I got flooded with emails. But here's the thing. I timidly opened up the emails and it said, thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing your personal story because I've never had the courage to share mine. And now I have the courage to share my story. And that changed everything for me. That change, that was a a game changer for me. And since then I made it my, I, I decided that that intuition and that very loud voice was taking me on a journey and it was time to shut up and listen and follow it. And it's followed me on quite a journey and it led me to a few years ago saying it's time to help highly sensitive people as highly sensitive people. In other words, it's time to help them and talk. So I taught this class thinking, well, I'll, you know, I'll just put it out there. And I didn't know it, it exploded. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, like, yeah, and- people went through my webinars in just a few years. And uh, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people signed up for my program. I, I just have, you know, tons of testimonials and it's been a fantastic journey. And it, it just is, it's the most heartwarming and rewarding and fulfilling work I've ever done in my life. It's been phenomenal. 
Yeah, and let's let's just define what we're talking about in the highly sensitive person. It doesn't mean that they're emotional and break down really easy. Right. It's something else. So let, yeah. let's just describe it so well, people know. Well, I'm going to give you the 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 version, the definition by Debbie Lynn Grace. This is completely non-scientific. Okay, I just want you to understand. <laughs> I'm talking to the scientist here because <laughs> there is a very scientific <laughs> definition to it, and it's the, the scientific is much more the words you want to use, but it's the way your brain is wired and how the part of your brain as it relates to your senses and how you receive them and process them, taste, touch, smell, hearing, you know, right? Um, and so all of your five senses. But here's the way I perceive it is that we who are born with that kind of wiring with heightened sensitivities are born without an internal shock absorber system, plain and simple. So it means that there's no buffer between, you know, me and my sensitivities that, and so I'll absorb the impact through my senses um, of, you know, sight or hearing or taste or touch or smell. And there's a spectrum. So people who are highly sensitive, they don't have a shock absorber and, and it will affect different senses depending on the person. And the level of it affects them varies from person to person also. So I yeah. happen to be more sensitive to sound and I'm more sensitive to, um, to smells. My, my sight, not so sensitive. I also find that your sixth sense, your intuition is highly attuned. And I kind of believe that that's the case because since our senses are so highly attuned out there, um, the downside is you can pick up everything around you and it can affect you physically and emotionally. So you're empathic. You can pick up somebody else's energy, even their sickness or their emotions, and you can take them into your body. So without that shock absorber system, right, you can take that into your body without the right tools. Um, but um, absolutely. And that, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like I, I'm even a super taster. So the density of taste buds on my tongue is much higher than the average person. Yes. So everything that's green, no matter how sweet it is to other people tastes completely bitter. Oh, right? that's really interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sensitivity. Right. That's and then the other thing is yeah. I feel everything on my skin and I, I can't have tags in my clothes. I can't, right. Just like every little tiny hair that's wrong, it can drive me crazy all day long. <laughs> so for, for me, it's super sensitive on my skin. Yeah. And even though I'm strong as an ox, like, you know, I can lift a yeah. lot of weight and yeah. I can do, but, but I, I have to wear gloves to lift weight because my hands are so sensitive that they ah, hurt, good. right? So we yeah. all experience that sensitivity. A very different way. Right. And when I first got, like, I had this really big awakening um, right when I got very sick in my 40s and I couldn't be around sounds. They would drive me nuts. I couldn't be around bright lights. It would drive me crazy. Like everything, just all of a sudden the filters went off. Mm -hmm. And now everything opened up. So that makes total sense what you're saying. So that's really the sign of a very awakened person who is taking in all that information. And, you know, when I first lived in Los Angeles, I'm living back here. But when I first lived here, it always felt like a million voices screaming in my head. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the electricity in the city and the traffic and mm -hmm. all of that, you know, so 
every again everybody's sensitivities and if you're an energy worker you use that sensitivity as your gift you mm -hmm. can't do the level as an intuitive or an energy worker of the work that you do in the world without that gift of being heightened sensitivities so the challenge becomes how do you take care of your body and your physical and emotional and mental state in a way that allows you to still thrive in your day-to-day -day life mm -hmm. and still be able to not, you can never get rid of your sensitivity and you don't want to, especially if you're gifted and you're using it for the world, your world service. Right. And yeah. that's absolutely right. And that's, you know, that's something I also teach, mm -hmm. but I'd love to hear your perspective because I'm sure that you have a completely different perspective being as that we're really different human design types. <laughs> <laughs> You're like at the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Well, I think that um, for me, it boils down to, uh, I, I teach a real simple four-step formula. And it boils down to no matter how you're wired and what you know spectrum you are on the sensitivity scale and which one of your senses are the most heightened, I see that it also, when people come to me, it's usually because they're not functioning on a day-to-day -day life and they hit overwhelm very quickly or they hit burnout very quickly. Mm -hmm. And so if you learn to incorporate a holistic approach to taking care of your physical body on a day-to-day -day basis, it will begin to help your mental and emotional state. And you can't change your sensitivity, but you can start to build an internal shock absorber system so that your resiliency is a lot faster and and it will i find that the more nourished you are physically mentally and spiritually um and the more grounded you are the less you experience the shock of you know your sensitivity in that area it mm -hmm. does reduce the shock of it and it doesn't um take you off center emotionally so mm -hmm. that's kind of what I teach are some really practical ways to not only protect yourself from other people and situations, but also how to release that energy out of your body really quickly that you've taken on. Because we take in energy through our computer, through emails, through the words somebody talks, through watching any kind of um, images, whether they're on your TV, they're on your computer, they're in a grocery store you can take on people's energy just from walking down the aisles in a grocery store. Yes. I've had that happen with some of my clients. Yeah. They'll so, say I was jogging along and met somebody. I said hello to them. They looked at me and I left and I haven't been the same since. Yeah. I so mean, he just, he just felt her energy, sucked it out and boom, she was, uh, she was completely depleted. Yes. Yeah. So I had to clean that, clean that up. And then she felt better instantly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gee, how yeah. that works. <laughs> and that's the thing is to not walk around um, and be very aware of how to start protecting yourself and be more aware of people. So people that don't have these kinds of tools that are highly sensitive on a day that use them on a daily basis, they become very unaware and they just keep absorbing like a sponge. They just walk around as a sponge all day long. You can't do that. You have to take care of your body. And yeah, I just tell people you know, it's like brushing your teeth and combing your hair. It's daily hygiene. It is. And, Absolutely. you know, your body is like a garden and you have to keep the weeds out. You just have to pluck them out. <laughs> the poopy energy, basically. <laughs>
<laughs> so, so what's, what's the result when you have somebody coming into one of your programs, like just an average result, and then what do they walk away with? Well, I think there's a couple of things that uh, my students uh, say. First, they say is they didn't realize how sensitive they were until they took my course. In other words, they're so used to just sucking it up and taking in stuff all day long and being depleted. They had no idea that they were doing it. They were really unconscious about how everything they were doing was assaulting their sensitivities and how much it was affecting their relationships, their work, their, their satisfaction, their passion, their creativity. It was literally affecting every area of their life and they didn't realize it. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that they were so grateful to have really practical tools that would help them on a daily basis. Like you said, daily basis of not taking in energy from other people, not taking in energy from other, uh, other um, from situations and how to release it. The yeah, thing, how to release it, give it back to them, claim yours back. We don't even right? have to give it back to a person. I, I kind of believe that, you know, the universe, uh, the earth regenerates everything. Mm -hmm. So we, just like we actually fertilize the ground with manure, with manure, I say, if you've got some energy that's not yours, that the best thing about grounding is you can give it to the earth and the earth regenerates it. You're not going to hurt it. It's just going to regenerate and turn it into something good. So, um, you know, I think that, that helping people ground, their number one thing is having a deeper understanding and learning how to ground and how to do it daily and how to do it frequently. And to the point where you're finally, like literally living your life from a grounded state. Mm -hmm. you know, and we were talking about that earlier, I know before the show on um, most of my work is over the phone and I can tell immediately where somebody's at mentally by how ungrounded they are. I don't even have to see them. I already yep. feel it. I can tell by how fast they're talking, how little breath they take. I yeah, the tension in their voice. Yeah, I can tell that their energy is blocked from the neck down, tell all of that. So when you, t it's real tangible results. People get very quick results in, in learning the tools that I teach them. It's pretty instantaneous. I mean, they start to see a difference in their life. Um, just how much more energy they have, how much happier they are, how much more they feel empowered. They don't feel like a victim to everything that's around them anymore. They actually feel more, much more empowered. So it's very tangible results. Yeah. Yeah. That's really awesome. Let's take a quick break and then we'll come back. So I want to remind all of our listeners that you're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. And today my special guest is Debbie Lynn Grace, intuitive energy worker and highly sensitive person. When we return after the break, we'll dive deeper into her process and show how you can successfully navigate the world as a highly sensitive person. You're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. We'll return right after a short break. You can actually do simple physical manipulations on yourself to change your mental, emotional state, release blocks, and even um, release things like pain in your body. And of course, the backup to all of these techniques, the backup is to work out also the spiritual, the emotional, the mental, and then relieve the physical. Um, I have a process that does that. We go through um, one step at a time and clean up all of 
so you didn't whatever condition that you have whether it's mental emotional spiritual or physical whatever condition that you have especially if it manifested in the physical was usually years in the making you didn't get it overnight years in the making one of the ways that i work is i find out when something uh, got manifested in your body like go back to that year and then rewrite the story uncreate the story redo the story so it's as if it never happened it's as if, <clears throat> if you imagine your life is a tree and here you are at birth and each decision that you make will create a different branch right so you have all these branches of possibilities and you're ending up somewhere along the branch and by doing energy work it's as if you did not make that decision and instead you made a different decision and you end up on another branch so that's the way i view energy healing with regards to to whatever your life is now and the great thing is that we are infinite beings of light powerful beings of light and we can change our history and we can rewrite things and we can create whatever life we want and I'm ready to have a conversation with you if that's what you'd like to have in your life. Either learn it for yourself or to um, have me help you with it. So I have my contact information is scientifichealer.com forward slash contact or scientifichealer.com forward slash appointment. So you can either write me or have a conversation with me and I always answer the, you know, I always answer whatever queries come through and I do it personally because I'm very interested in hearing out, hearing what you would like to hear. Welcome back. You're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. If you are a healer or coach, you can discover more about scientific healing and the deceptively simple processes by going to scientifichealer.com forward slash action and download the action guide for discovering your biggest challenge to success. Before the break, we were talking to Debbie Lynn Grace about what it means to be a highly sensitive person. Let's dive deeper into her process. Welcome back, Debbie. I'm so excited to be talking about this further. Oh, yeah, this is, this is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, so um, before the break, we were chatting about highly sensitive people and what they are and how you help them. And as I understand, 20% of the population are highly sensitive. That, to me, is unexpected because I think when we were younger, <laughs> there were fewer of us around. And I think that the population has basically expanded. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about a really difficult case and how you help them. Well, um, it's interesting that you asked me because I have one specific incident that I remember and because um, it, was, it was so acute. And I had a student that came to me who wanted to work with me privately, but I also asked her to sign up for my course because I said, look, I want you to learn all the tools first before I work with you. So when I talked to her before the course began, and here was her story, she was a nurse. Um, she literally had to quit her job because she took in so much of the people's energy um, that it made her so sick that she had to quit her job. She moved home, she was 40 years old, she moved home. She stopped going to church. She stopped going. Leave, she literally couldn't leave her house. She couldn't function anymore. Her sensitivities got triggered so horribly. And so I asked her 
first, like I said, to learn the holistic approach that I teach. Um, it's, it's really simple four-step formula. And I teach all the tools for each step of the formula. And the course is only three weeks long. And then I said, and then we'll start working together privately. By the time the course was over and I talked to her after the class was over, she was already going back to church. She was already back to working out. And she decided to literally go back to school. And within a month of working with her after that, she already had a new job. So it was a massive, massive turnaround. And, I, and as I was saying before the break, that the biggest difference is people see results immediately. Every mm -hmm. single day, they feel so much more confident, so much more empowered, and, and more importantly, they feel like they have a lot more energy. They're not mm -hmm. being zapped, you know, zapped every, every single day. So, um, yeah, and I can imagine working as a nurse and being around people that yeah. are dead and dying, you know, it's like, yes, yes. I have hospice nurses all the time. I'm amazed. And it, it makes sense because as a highly sensitive person, our number one greatest trait is compassion, mm -hmm. right? It's incredibly mm -hmm. compassionate, kind, generous. And so it makes sense as a lot of people that are highly sensitive go into the healing profession, particularly nurses. I myself would not be able to stomach it. <laughs> well, that actually, that was one of the, guess, the, the thoughts I had because when, back when I went to college, this was in the very early 70s, um, it was really difficult to get a good grade in the sciences. And I was getting straight A's in all my chemistry and my physics classes. Yeah. And all of the pre-meds were asking, are you going to med school? Are you going to med school? And I kept thinking, I can't cut a body open. No, because, <laughs> because you're so, I'm so highly sensitive that I would feel every knife cut in me and I would yeah. feel everything moving because yeah. yeah. whenever, even when my kids were little and they'd get a little scratch on their finger, I was like going, <gasps> yeah. and it yeah. was really, no, I, I, I cry when a, when a, a puppy yelps, you know, I, I'm, <laughs> but, but I think that's the greatest thing about being highly sensitive is you, I think that's another thing is to be really aware of where's your gifts lie and don't. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm gifted and I know where my talents lie and I've changed thousands of lives and I love doing what I'm doing. So I am grateful for the people that are nurses and doctors and that's their calling. And I think it's important. I think it goes back to something you asked me about, which is it is a gift to be born this way. It is not a problem. It is a gift. And it is a gift, however, to be completely honored and respect it. And in order to honor and respect it, it means you have to know how to take care of yourself at every level on a daily basis. It's not just a routine thing. It's just, it's really from a place of honor and respect that you were born with this gift and you want to really take care of that gift. And, yeah, and nurture yourself. And That's nurture really yourself. important. Absolutely. Yeah, and, one of my healers yeah. in my one of my classes said that she's taken lots and lots of classes on how to heal, mm -hmm. and she said nobody has spent as long much time on on self care as you have. She yeah. says nobody ever spent any time on self care, and I was really surprised because how can you fill somebody else's tank when you don't have any in yours? That's I mean, and I think that's a fantastic point, and I agree with you because I. Um, when I learned energy work, you know, many moons ago, over 20 years ago, there was no course on taking care of yourself. Not, there, nothing. 
Mm-hmm. And it was actually my older sister who became my, she really became my, my teacher in many ways and taught me more about grounding. She taught me more about integrity when it comes to being, having a gift, doing it with integrity, um, especially being an intuitive and understanding that. She taught me a lot of great lessons that I have been able to pass the baton and have spent 20 some years teaching my students the literally the importance and the essential um, of being able to ground every single day and how much it really helps you in your life. Yeah, and I like that word integrity because mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of intuitive people will walk up to me and give me a reading. Very out of integrity. <laughs> it's horrible. And in fact, a lot of times when they're giving you a reading, they're really because I'm so clear. Yeah. That they're really reading themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they tell me something and I'm looking and they go, does that resonate with you? I go, uh, not a bit. <laughs> and then they insist it must because they're seeing it. I'm going, no, that's not yeah. me. Yeah. And it's really interesting. And yeah, it's really out of integrity to, yeah. and it's even out of integrity to kind of force yourself onto somebody. Absolutely. Like you can see them. Like I don't look. Like I have a, I have an ability to shield it until I'm ready to open up to it. So yes. I don't look, but there are a lot of them that can't help it because they see all the colors swirling around and mm-hmm. I'm glad I don't because yeah. I don't want to see it. Yeah, no, I don't. I, you're, you're right. I'm not visual either. Um, and I'm definitely auditory and I'm kinesthetic. I feel things. So I'm not visual because I can feel when things are haunted. And I told the universe, I said, I do not want to see the spirits. Do not give me that gift. I do not want to see them. I can feel them. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I have a friend who sees them, and uh, she she keeps all the the discarnates, what she calls the you know the low energy beings, out of her her place. And she says she would have her healing clients come to her house. And I go, how could you have them come to your, to your house? Because she says she sees them jumping out of the, oh, the no. people as they're walking up the walkway. And then she has to cleanse everything. And I'm going, no, 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 no. Phone only. Phone only. Yeah. <laughs> and and then she, she can you. see them and she walks in her bathroom and she says, okay, everybody has to leave now. <laughs> so I, I think these are essential things though to really understand and and it's the things that people aren't talking about and of course there's no school for this you know you and I we're the school yes um there's no yes there are some books but I'm talking about everyday living and I've worked with thousands of people and thousands of people that are highly sensitive I don't take away anybody's sensitivity I don't take away the way anybody is wired nor do I want to you were given this gift but I can help a large percentage of people who, you know, run a spectrum, manage their day-to-day life and have a greater understanding that they can use it in their favor. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's a lot of great gifts about being highly sensitive. You know, let's talk about your sensual nature. And there's some really good stuff, right? If you can take on people's bad stuff, you can also take on their good stuff. Why wouldn't you want to go feel everybody's happiness? Why wouldn't you want to take that kind of joy and that to feel that depth of love in your heart, to feel those deep connections with people that we crave as a highly sensitive person? So if I can show people how to thrive in the day-to-day living so that they can finally enjoy the gift of being highly sensitive, you know, then our world, our world needs us. Our world today needs us. Oh, absolutely. In such a huge way needs more love, needs more kindness, needs more compassion. 
So uh, we're here to do that kind of light work in the world. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think so. So what's the biggest lesson you learned that if to do over again, you would pass on to someone just starting out? Because you've been in business for a long time. I have been in business for a long time. Um, I'll tell you something. Now that I know what I know about being sensitive, which I certainly didn't know starting out, and I remember I said that my journey went from being a left brain analytical and good, a strategic thinker and good at what I did, very successful from a marketing perspective. I don't, I, it's good to have those skills because I still have to use marketing for my business. However, the way I live my life is 100% different. It's not about goals. It's not about reaching, you know, trying to reach the next milestone or make more money. It's, it's more about what am I in here in service to do and being able to be, get quiet and listen to that inner guidance. And so talking to somebody who's highly sensitive, who's starting out their business, use your gift because it's never wrong. Your intuition is never wrong and your soul is never wrong. And if your soul takes you on a pretty expansive journey, it might allow it to override what your left brain is trying to tell you or what other people in the marketplace are trying to tell you because they're not following, they're following a set plan. They're following yeah. a set goals. And, uh, and, and, and all the old marketing, since you're a marketer, all the old style marketing doesn't so much work anymore. It doesn't, and the language doesn't work. I come mm -hmm. from hard hitting, direct mm -hmm. marketing, you know, fear-based marketing. And now people wanna be talked to that speaks to their heart. Certainly our audience, our mm -hmm. audience, they want to be seen, they want to be heard, they want to be understood, they want to feel you, they want to feel your authenticity, they want to feel your heart. And so it's not, it, it, it's no more about posturing and here's all my successes and here's how many millions I made and I've got all of those success stories, but that's not where I'm at anymore. I don't really care about, and it doesn't really matter to you. What, what matters to my audience is, is it going to work? If I promise you these tools are going to help you in your daily life, do I get who you are? Do I get what challenges you're facing every day? And is it going to work? If I promise you there's, a, you know, there's something on the other side of this bridge that looks a lot happier than you know, where you're at, is it true? And the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you can get over grief a lot more quickly. Mm -hmm. And my mom died recently. And, you know, it, some people suffer for 20 years from their parent dying. And, it, you know, it was very quick. I miss her every day, but that doesn't yeah. mean that I'm debilitated from it. Mm -hmm. You get over grief quickly. You get over relationships quickly. You look at them differently. You hold them differently. Your relationships to everybody in your life changes. It shifts the whole it shifts the whole dynamic between you and your family and your friends and everything. And the friends that fall away, that's okay. New ones will it show up. It definitely happens. I think the yeah. more you grow and expand, the more you follow your, where your heart's taking you, where your intuition's taking you, um, there's going to be people who don't want to be on that journey. It's too scary. It is scary. You know, it's a scary journey. It's not for the, you know, it's, it's, it's for the, the people that are courageous. And, and I'm really clear that every time I take a courageous step, it gives my following permission to take another courageous step. It gives them the space to do it. They're not waiting for me to say, do it, but it gives them the space to go, mm -hmm. oh, she did it. She's leading the way. I guess I can do it too. Mm -hmm. 
and I, um, I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I've seen that happen over and over. I've been in self-help groups where people shared some really intimate stories of how they were hurt by everybody. And then everybody started sharing and the healing really started. So I think that that's, uh, that's, you know, that's a very important point. So what's your biggest challenge now? Uh, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I think that uh, for where I personally am headed uh, in the nature of where my uh, I'm evolving and growing into is, and this is for me personally, is an understanding that I'm no longer the hat, the identity that I'm coming from is no longer about being an entrepreneur. It is definitely about being a leader, a transformational leader. And having a greater understanding that my work is about my service. It's about my mission. It's about inspiration. It's about um, integrity. It's about passion. Um, and it's about nourishment. And the people that follow me. And, and what's interesting is that the, that the people, there are people that still follow me and still work with me that remember that call that I made in 2007. Wow. On that webinar, they are still coming to my events. They have gone through all of my changes, all of my transformations. They've gone from the just hardcore business all the way to the spiritual side that I've gone on. And so it's, it's a little bit of a challenge because I viewed myself as a quote unquote entrepreneur who is gifted, who is intuitive, who's got great marketing, you know, sense and background as an entrepreneur for 24 years. And I'm being clearly shown that that hat is not what's leading my life any longer. And um, that's, that's a, that's a really great point because I think that applies to me too. Mm -hmm. Because whenever people start telling me to write down my goals and everything, I just write my mission. This is my mission. Yeah. It's, way, it's way bigger than any pain I have. It's yeah. my mission. This is what I want to do. Yeah. So how can people get a hold of you? Um, it's really simple. They can just go to debbylyngrace.com, D-E-B-B-I-E-L-Y-N-N-G-R-A-C-E.com. And if they want to contact me, they can do it through my website. If they want, you know, to, I've got a bunch of free stuff um, that they can download that would be really useful to them. Yeah, I'll put that all in the show notes that you have how to tap into the gold mine of your prosperity is the one that you wrote to me about. Yeah, yeah. And they can download it's an audio. And, and by the way, when I talk, especially when I'm teaching or the audios that I offer, I do energy transmissions. So everybody that's listening to them gets an energy transmission while they're listening to, you know, my information, which all it does is it raises your vibration. And anytime your vibration is raised, first of all, you're already going to be more prosperous and um, it just helps you shift a lot quicker. Yeah, I do the same. I think we're like parallels in so many ways. You're just a few years in front of me. <laughs> well, and I definitely don't have that scientific hat. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty strange hat. I always yeah, call myself the walking oxymoron. <laughs> so thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to show up. And that was just a beautiful, beautiful interview. And thank you for sharing all your wisdom. Oh, thank you for having me. It really, time went by really quickly. I really am honored, really honored. So thank you for having me. You're most welcome. 
Thank you for listening to Scientific Healing and for our fascinating guest, Debbie Lynn Grace. You can con- connect with her at www.debbylyngrace.com. Let's you and I connect. Go to scientifichealer.com forward slash energize me to check out my certification program to help you thrive as a healer or coach while building out your practice. When you're ready to learn more, invite you into a conversation right now by going to scientifichealer.com forward slash appointment. This is Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. Until next time. <music>